is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. And here we are on a Wednesday, a bit of sunshine, breaking through the clouds, but the clouds are going to be returning and so is the rain. Like tomorrow night, I guess, into Friday. So some heavy rain coming our way and colder, colder temperatures. It's chilly in the morning, especially these days, huh? But we want to hear from you here on our Open Lines, Open Ideas program. Lot to, lots to discuss. We're awash in crime. We're being pounded into the dirt by inflation. Just How will we go on? I don't know, but we must. Must find a way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, crime rates were a big discuss- part of our discussion yesterday. And uh, I had to do a little bit of looking as to where our crime rates really are right now. It's not, not the crisis that some are painting it to be, although uh, crime is generally up, depending on uh, the type of crime, especially property crime. And the murder rate, in, in, especially in some big cities, has increased. But what did I see yesterday in uh, the Seattle Times? That in Seattle, there's been more gunfire, but fewer deaths. So I, it, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but um, fewer people uh, have been killed by guns in Seattle this year than at this point last year. But, um, but there has been more gunplay, which is unfortunate. That's, that's never good, but... Um, also, gas prices that were, you know, and oil prices. What's what's really happening there? Um, and lots of discussion uh, on about inflation too, and uh, what's causing that. And these are huge issues in the the uh, election, which is just uh, now, well, a handful of days away. I'm not good at counting. I'm looking at the calendar, it's Wednesday, so. We got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday is election day. So I think on my on my hand that's six days, not counting today. So you got to get your ballot in, drop it in the mail. Uh, it won't be uh, you know there's no postage, and uh, or else get it into the drop box. And uh, yeah, as our uh, as we heard in our newscast there with Deanna, uh, we have a new uh, state law that uh, that protects election workers. Good idea, I think, as uh, more have come under, um, at, well, at least scrutiny, if not threat, uh, with uh, in in our current climate, uh, with with many shedding a lot of doubt on our on our election system, which I, I would say is unfortunate because the system seems to have worked very well. And if you think back, not that long ago, when uh, oh, people talked about. Um, uh, observers and you know questioning whether our system was uh, was reliable or not that just was uh, assumed that we had a very reliable system and we would go in and, and uh, observe other ele- countries elections and decide whether or not they were legitimate or corrupt now it's our own that's under fire but we want to hear from you 3606765464 is our phone number whatever's on your mind and uh, we get going today with Robert in Bellingham hi Robert <laughs> Hello. Um, 
I, I think the biggest mistake problem that happened with the chop zone in Seattle and some of the anti-police uh, protests is that it may bring the Republicans into power in Congress and in a lot of state legislatures now. I, I wasn't really a big fan of the uh, anti-police attitude, you know. I think we've met the enemy, and the enemy is us. And um, so I think that it's kind of that that wasn't very good politics, I guess, or strategy. And, but as far as the crime rate itself is concerned, yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's a lot better than it was several decades ago per capita. I mean, some areas are growing in population, so the crime will go up. But the uh, per capita crime rate, like the number of crimes per 100,000, has gone down since uh, years ago, but it has ticked up a bit recently. And uh, there are the way certain issues are being spun kind of worries me. Another thing that is hammering the Democrats is the gas prices. And uh, I got to thinking that gas isn't the only big cost of owning a car. Insurance is a big cost, too. And I think um, it's you know, it's one of those things where public transportation is much less expensive if you can use it. I'm amazed that people, you can go to Mount Vernon on the county connector bus for $2 and mm-hmm. a senior citizen for a dollar, and it's subsidized. But I think we need to think about more sustainable ways to live in this country. Uh, well, I think I think that uh, makes a lot of sense, definitely. And, of course, riding the bus or public transit doesn't work for everyone and uh, on for every trip. Uh, but and especially in our, you know, in our lifestyle here in, uh, in the big city, when I lived in a big city, we'd use it all the time. But uh, here, less compact, things are more spread out and you've got, uh, you know, different schedules. And uh, so it's difficult to maybe make things work all the time with public transit. But uh, like you say, and I, had, I had a neighbor who worked um, uh, down in Skagit County for a long time and uh, drove to the park and ride and rode the bus down there and doesn't make sense. Yeah. Use it when you can. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I, I ride my bike a lot, but I do use the bus with a bike rack, and it's really a bargain. And then another thing I might mention is my brother has an all-electric car, and he has solar panels on his roof. And he he has a very good range, uh, two, over 200 miles. And he lives in Medford, Oregon, and I think it's like around 80 miles to Crater Lake and 6,000-foot elevation gain up to the rim of Crater Lake. And one time he posted on Facebook that they went up to Crater Lake and they still had 100 miles in the tank when they got up to the top, Mm. the battery, basically. And then he looked at the meter. It says we have 100 miles uh, left in the battery so we can get back home, but we're cutting it kind of close. But then when he got back home, he still had 96 miles left because they were downhill and it's regenerative braking. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. (laughs) So. and, and went about he's the got whole the way back. Yeah, um, yeah. Four, huh. four, four miles from the battery. Because, wow. you, you know, when you're going downhill, you're regenerative braking. So you get some of that energy back. Is that with an electric car? Do they have, uh, I know that's with hybrid vehicles. They regenerate uh, or generate electricity. 
electricity or, you know, battery, charge the battery with braking. But is that with electric vehicles, too, all electric? Well, a good question. I don't know for certain. I, I assume it would be if you have it for hybrid because you have yeah. a bigger battery with the all electric. Yeah, he loves yeah. his car. It's very, you know, he's he understands me on my bike and he does ride a bike some. He's 80 years old, but he likes to go hiking and, uh-huh. you know, go up to Crater Lake on a on when it's a nice day. He still goes hiking and with his wife and all of that. But uh-huh. I think it's it, even if it isn't regenerative braking, uh, just coasting down the hill, yeah, um, you're exactly. not using the energy. <laughs> all right, thanks, Robert. Pre- appreciate all right. your call. Yeah, and uh, let's okay, let's move along. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Lou and Lyndon joins us. Hi, Lou. Howdy, Joe. Yeah, just giving you a call, Joe, in case you have any listeners from King County. Okay. Uh, the county that Seattle's in. Back in 2004, um, Dino Rossi lost the governorship race to Christine Gregoire by 130 votes. And he had won the first two counts, but the election was so close that they had to keep recounting till finally, uh, mysteriously, King County came up with enough votes for Christine Gregoire to win. So uh, um, Stephen Sharkansky sued King County to get a uh, the records, the voting records, so he, he could see if vote fraud had occurred. King County refused to give him the voting records, even though by law they were supposed to, and he, he sued them, and he won a quarter of a million dollars uh, in the lawsuit. Mm. And when he finally got the voting records two years later, it turns out that there were hundreds of ballots that were fraudulent. The address of the ballots was a couple of homeless shelters in downtown Seattle. And the names on the ballots were like uh, Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, Michael Jordan. It was a massive vote fraud in King County that enabled a close election in 2004 to go to Christine Gregoire instead of the rightful winner, Dino Rossi. And so I just want the people in King County who happen to be some of your listeners, or I'm sure are from King County, Keep an eye on the vote fraud situation in King County next week, and uh, don't let anything like that happen again. All right. I don't recall all that. I mean, no, there were a lot of um, allegations, and uh, but Go- I don't, Google it. Google uh, it. It's I'll, all I'll, on. Okay. It's all in there. The record is clear. Well, um, the, the the results, I guess I would just say, too, though, that uh, the results were such that uh, the Republican Secretary of State at the time, Sam Reed, certified the election, found that it was legitimate, that the, that final count was legitimate. But uh, and well, I know because this, he had no, he had no access to the voting. Uh, it took two years of lawsuits to get access to the voting records in King County. OK, it well, was a cover up. Okay. And of course, you know, that's the policy of the radical leftists. Delay, 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 lie, 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 stonewall, stonewall, stonewall. All right, Lou. Appreciate your call. Thanks. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to comment about uh you brought up the the murder rate uh the uh, last week. Um and so I at the end of the show I went on the computer. Okay. And I think to find that kind of information, 
is elusive. Um, I couldn't find anything from any viable source. There was a lot of dot-coms in there that, that was pontificating rates and things, but I wouldn't trust any of those dot-coms. I think it would have to be a dot-org or uh, something like that because uh, it seems like all of those websites have been scrubbed. There was very little from a .org organization. The only thing I could find was the FBI. And a lot of the the crime uh, instances aren't reported to the FBI. The FBI is mainly uh, their only in, uh, inter, uh, interstate, I think it is, uh, uh, types of uh uh, crimes. I think, but no, I think, just, I, I think local or uh, you know local law enforcement reports crime rates, and then they're they're. Uh, I I've looked at usafacts.org. Um, uh, let's see, um, and I'm just looking right now. Uh, this is yeah, just the I, overall I crime would, and justice I big picture. Say, yeah, um, I would say uh, directly from a law enforcement agency. Okay. Not 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 any of these these mumbo jumbo USA facts and all that. I think okay. those are those are uh, fraudulent. Well, they're all pretty consistent. Every every source that I see, uh, they're all pretty consistent in the numbers. And there was you know there was high crime back in the nineteen eighties and nineteen nineties. There was it was a steady decline and uh, continued to decline into the two thousands. And uh, continued into the teens. And, and there has been an uptick, as our previous caller, Robert, was saying. There has been an uptick in the last couple of years. We're not at rates anywhere near where we were in the 1980s and early 1990s, though. Um, well, I, I'd have to see that, personally. Okay. Okay. Uh, but in, anyway, that, that was my experience. Thank you. Thanks, Bruce. Good to hear from you. Bye. And uh, I've got to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. We've got other folks on the line. We'll get to you and, uh, and to you. 360-676-5464 here at KGMI Connects. Whatever's on your mind. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. A two-year-old overdosed on deadly fentanyl she found in the park where she played. It's not just our cities. Crime, drugs, and homelessness are spilling out into our small towns, from Bellingham to Pullman, and putting our children in danger. Because Patty Murray kept our borders open and defunded our police. Now record rapes, carjacking, murder, and overdoses plague our communities, and victims have nowhere to turn. Who's to blame? Patty Murray. 30 years in Washington, and we are less safe. It's time for change. 
It's time for Tiffany Smiley. Tiffany Smiley has an agenda for recovery and reform that will bring people together to secure our communities once again, invest in law enforcement, and stop the drugs at the border. So if you're sick of the crime crisis, return your ballot for Tiffany Smiley today. I'm Tiffany Smiley, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Smiley for Washington. AirTech Heating is a premier Lennox dealer celebrating three decades of serving our community. They'll install the perfect system to keep you warm all winter long. As a premier Lennox dealer, whether you need maintenance or a new furnace, heat pump, ductless heating system, or a new gas fireplace, you can always count on the experts at AirTech Heating to give you an honest estimate on the best system for your home. Call AirTech Heating today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net. Whatcom County has a bright future with Senator Simon Sepsik. You're here ultimately because of the future, because each one of us has this, this radical notion, this belief that we as citizens know how to run our lives and spend our money better than a group of politicians and bureaucrats in a far distant capital. It's this radical notion that we in this country have the ability to stay new and to stay fresh, protecting and defending freedom. As John Adams said, however, Liberty, once lost, is forever lost. We've seen how true that is over the past two years as our rights seem to go farther and farther away and our freedoms are eroded from us. But the reason that you've worked so hard and sacrificed so much is because you believe in protecting this, Whatcom County, Washington State, and this country to give it and to give to your children a better life than the one that you inherited. Simon Sepsik, together we can build a better future. Visit SimonForWA.com. Paid for by Simon for Senate Republicans. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Let's go to Steve in Bellingham. Hi, Steve. Hey, how you doing, Doug? Doing well. Good, good. Hey, listen, I'm calling because I I hear all this, these uh, people's perception of what the crime rates and what the crime rate reports mean. Uh Uh-huh. And I wanted, to, I wanted to call because as a retired police officer, 32 years in a large metropolitan city, uh, I know how crimes went from being reported, where if you were a citizen, you called and you said, hey, look, I got a problem. Somebody just broke into my garage and they stole all these items. A report was made. They don't do it that way anymore. When you call the police and you say, hey, I just was assaulted or there's something going on here, have you heard from people about how long it takes for police to respond if they even do respond? Usually you hear that I waited for two hours and the police didn't show up. That's why the crime numbers appear to have dropped. There aren't official reports being made. You know the crime's taking place. But there's no official reports being made. And sometimes when the police show up, they don't even bother to take a report then because they say, well, the person's gone. There's not much we can do here. We'll keep an eye on the area. And they go about what they were doing. And the citizens are just left to, you know, fend for themselves. The problem is, is when you don't make a report, crimes are not officially reported. So they don't become a part of the official statistics as reported by police departments. Bellingham is notorious for that. You call Bellingham PD and ask him to respond because you caught somebody uh, lurking in your backyard trying to get in your doors. They show up. There's nobody there. They say, well, it's not much we can do. And they're gone. No reports made. 
And then it looks like, oh, well, but we've caught, cut down on crimes. Well, you're not cutting down on crimes. You've cut down on the reports being made of crimes. So you're and, pointing your finger at at police themselves for not doing their job, or what's, I guess, what's your point here? No, I'll tell you. Well, my point is, administratively, and, and with the police, they are not reporting. It's easier, man. If they don't have to sit there and spend 20 30, 45 minutes filling out a police report for a crime that they know won't be prosecuted. They don't want to sit there and spend all that time doing that. It's, they just they want to move on. And they've been encouraged to do that by their supervisors, who are also encouraged to do this by the mayor's office, the chief's office, deputy chiefs, whomever. It all flows downhill. The thing is, they like it because it makes it like, oh, well, we're doing a super bang-up job because crime is down. No, crime isn't down. Crime has actually gone up. You're just not reporting it. But how do you know? But how do you know crime's gone up? I mean, how? Friend, didn't I just tell you I'm a retired police officer, 32 years. So, so back in the day, this wasn't the this wasn't the culture. It was it was so much different. This was not the way things were handled back then. Well, what changed then, I guess? I Um, think it's an administrative thing. I think it's a legislative thing. There are people that want to be reelected to office. They don't want to lose those cushy political jobs they have. So they lean on people like the mayor's office, the police chiefs, fire chiefs, what have you. And they encourage them, hey, look, this is what we got to do. And this is how we're going to do it. Now, those people want to keep their jobs. So they're going to do what the politicians say. And they're going to do what they're being encouraged to do. And this is what's happening. People who want to call in and be honest and report what they see going on and want to be honest about it will call and tell you. You know, I heard this gentleman from up in Linden. He was trying to explain it, but he just didn't have uh, the insight to say, hey, look, this is how they're doing it. He could tell that this is going on. He just doesn't understand how. All right. Well, um I, I guess I, I've known those who have held, you know, been mayor here in our our community. I guess uh, I mean, are they doing this in Linden? Are they doing this in Ferndale, or is it just in Bellingham? Is it down in Seattle? Is it in the big cities? I mean, this sounds like um, I, I don't know. I I've known them those I've I've known our recent mayors, and they haven't been in office forever. And they, it's not like they cling to the office like a Richard Daly. In Chicago, they, you know, they come in, they serve for a couple of terms, they move along. And it's not like it's this. And, and I, it, to me, it seems that a police chief would want to show, hey, our department is working hard. I would think an officer on the beat would want to turn in a report that's full of uh, full of um, activity that, here, yeah, I covered this, I covered that, I covered that. And, you know, I've been busy all day. But if you want the chief, if the chief is saying that, it's easier for him to show that by not having the reports. And not having the record. And that's what it all comes down to. They're slowing down the reports. They're not making reports. They aren't responding to issues. And it makes the chief look good. Therefore, he brags then, hey, look, we've got crime down. No, you don't. Well, you don't. All right. Well, you're manipulating the system. You're manipulating the statistics. I'd like, to, I'd like to hear some from some current police officers and see if, if, if they can agree with or, or refute some of these statements. I, I tend to have a little more faith in our police officers. I don't have the experience that you do, Steve, but I appreciate your call, and uh, we'll see if we hear from other folks. I, 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 I don't know. I, 
have not seen. I, I would think that the numbers would bear out. I don't see in a, when we're looking at national trends where the and this has been widely reported that crime rates have steadily gone down over the last couple of decades. And uh, I don't know that there would be this national conspiracy to to suppress crime rate uh, or crime reports. But there we go. Uh, thanks, Steve. Appreciate you calling. Let's go to TJ in Bellingham. Hi, TJ. Hey, how are you? Oh, good, good. What's on here? Excellent, excellent. Um, okay, so um, I, I get the whole let's save the planet, climate change, everything else. Mm-hmm. But one country, even though it's the United States, the most powerful country in the world, is not going to be dominant enough to make the change that is needed. And so you got China, you got India, you have all these other countries that are coming through, and they don't they, they don't care, they don't care about climate change, they don't care about anything. They're one of the number one polluters, but in the end, in the end, we end up suffering, and I say suffering because electric cars. High gas prices. Okay. The climate change. You you just cl- you cut out there for a moment there, TJ. Oh, oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. So you said high high okay. electric cars, high gas prices. And- yes. So. Oh. It's a- we. I, I think I get your gist, but the, you know, I think, and then I understand that. And I, I mean, I think we all wish that these other countries would take this more seriously, would take more uh, extreme efforts and that, well, we could even be doing a heck of a lot more as a, as a nation as well. I suspect though, once, uh, I mean, does, if, if others aren't doing it, does that mean we just give up and we don't even try ourselves uh, isn't there some value in setting an example for other countries, showing how our economy can evolve and uh, be be more reliant on green energy and and renewable energy sources and away from uh, dirty fossil fuels and and that our economy can be vibrant because there is an economy there. I mean, there are jobs and there is you know th- there's. R&D in that industry. It's it's not all, you know, jobs and and uh, and finance isn't just exclusively linked to fossil fuels. But just a few thoughts. Uh, we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. Back in uh, two and a half minutes, we'll get back to the phones. Do you know the location of the nearest drop box or voting center? At least 18 days before the general election, a ballot is mailed to every eligible registered voter in the state of Washington. Take time to learn about the candidates and issues before voting. Then mail in your ballot for free as long as it's postmarked by Election Day. Or you can take it to a drop box or voting center before 8 p.m. on November 8th. For the drop box or voting center nearest you, visit VoteWA.gov. Sponsored by the Office of Secretary of State and aired in cooperation with the Washington State Association of Broadcasters and this station. His commitment to Northwest Washington dates back five generations. Our Congressman Rick Larson. 
brought up in a family of eight kids, Rick was raised with the value of hard work. The same way Rick and his wife Tia raised their own two boys. Larson understands the pressures facing families when it comes to the rising cost of living. And why he just passed the new Inflation Relief Act that starts lowering costs by reducing prescription drug prices for Washington seniors. And caps insulin costs at $35. Rick sees the big picture. That's why he just helped pass bipartisan legislation bringing semiconductor manufacturing back to America. Larson's bill eases supply chain issues and means more good-paying jobs, all while lowering prices on cars and electronics. Common sense. Practical solutions for working families and local business. That's always been Rick's approach to making a difference for growing our local economy. Rick Larson, Congress. I'm Rick Larson, and I approve this message. Paid for by citizens to elect Rick Larson. Keep up with what's happening in Linden with Bo Wild and the Linden Hometown News on KGMI. Further north on the guys, if you look back toward Linden's door, you'll see some clearing and some building going on. There is a fuel station and stores going in there. It's brought to you by Rustler's Front Street Grill and the Rusty Wagon in Linden. Stop by today for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Downtown on Front Street and on Hannigan, just north of Pole Road. Bo knows Linden and so will you with the Linden Hometown News. Mondays on the KGMI Morning News. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. Right back to the phones. Keith. Over on Sandy Point Heights. Hi, Keith. Hi, Joyce. How's it going? Doing well, doing well. What are your thoughts here today? Uh, thanks for your show. It's awesome. Um, okay, uh, number one, uh, I talked to my uh, nephew. He lives in L.A. He grew up on the Britain Road in Bellingham, went to Western for two years. Uh, then he went to Arizona um, in Tucson for two years. He got a ballot on the Britain Road when he was going to Western. He got a ballot, another ballot that year when he was in Arizona. He now lives in L.A. as a business there. He's an engineer. He got another ballot. Now he's got three ballots. Now, he, I talked to him. He's only voted one time each year. This, it kind of puzzled me a little bit how one person can get three ballots in three different states. Number two, crime in Bellingham. Um, in 94, I had a Honda Accord, and I went to, I was with a, a paving crew in Bellingham, went down to Mount Vernon, parked at Fairhaven Park and Ride. We got back that afternoon about 5.30. My car was stolen. 31 days later, I, they found it in Cedro Woolley behind the 7-Eleven. The guy said, well, you better wear a pair of coveralls. I think somebody was sleeping in it. In 2001, I had a Ranger pickup parked in the parking lot on Hannigan Street, um, our paving company's yard. We got back about 5.30 in the morning, paving Woburn Street, and my truck was gone. 
first time I called uh, on my Honda Accord, the state patrol says, don't park here anymore. This place is, they break into the cars all the time. Don't park here anymore. Okay, so uh-huh. I didn't. Uh-huh. And then so my I put my car keys uh, when I, at the Hannigan yard, we're paving Woburn, underneath the front seat. Get back to work, 5.30 in the morning. My truck's gone. So I called the Bellingham police. Found my truck three weeks later on Franklin Street, and luckily nothing was done to it. It was fine shape, but the cops didn't find it. The neighbors did. Anyways, um, so the first one is voter fraud. Second one is crime in Bellingham. I've been robbed my vehicles twice and found them, luckily, both twice. The first one cost me about $1,000 because I had a lot of clothes and fishing gear and what have you in the car. Uh-huh. Second one didn't cost me much at all. Um, that's about all I got to say about that. Um, I don't know what to say, but it, it happens. That's all I got to say. Yeah, it does. And uh, and when it happens to you, it doesn't matter what the rates are. They're, they're a thousand percent, you know, and I, I hear you, Keith, because I, I was living in a different state and this was back in 1990. 89, somewhere in there. And uh, my vehicle was stolen. I had parked it, and I lived in a city, and um, and I was going to school in another city and rode the bus over to the, to, to the working on my master's degree and got back that evening, and the car was gone. And same thing. Although the police did come and write a report. This was big city cops. They came and wrote a report on it, and the, the officer gave me a lift home. And... The car did eventually turn up, but it, once again, it was uh, it was uh, a, a neighbor, I think, who tur- who who noticed it had just been sitting out in a city street for months. But um, yeah, I mean, it, but crime is real. I'm not not trying to discount uh, anybody's experience with it because you do feel violated. That's for sure. Uh, real quick, let's go to David and Everson. Hi, David. Hey. So you're talking about the crime and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, I spend a lot of time listening to, um, I have multiple radios. I listen to the uh, Whatcom County Sheriff um, frequency, and, like, I used to listen to Bellingham, and I just gave up because, I mean, it's been bad, but in the last probably even three years, it, it has been getting worse to the point where <clears throat> I think at one point, I don't know now, but it was like, um, you know, I think it was just over two cars a day were getting stolen. Um, I mean, it, it is. I mean, you you want proof of the amount of crime and the amount it's going up? I would say listen to that. Okay. Um, they they have um apps on your phone where you can listen to it. Um, unfortunately, you get all you know. You get Bellingham. You get Wacom. I mean, you get um, overwhelmed. Yeah. It, 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 it's hard to keep track of you know, who you're listening to because it bounces around to whoever keys up first. So, All right. Uh, And, yeah, and especially car thefts, we've heard reports from uh, the sheriff and, you know, local law enforcement that car thefts are up. And um, and Um, and then there's also, um, I think his last name is Kitchen, um, but there's a guy in Bellingham that's – you hang out at Home Depot or Target. I mean, it's just multiple times a day people are walking out, stuff like that. You know, at some point, 
they can do. So why write a report when there's nothing you can do about it? Well, and that, you know, it comes down to that. I, I mean, and I, and I think and when we're talking about thefts, and thanks for your call, David, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know, member or I'm, I'm, I've liked or follow, I follow, I guess I should say, a, a, a Facebook group, uh, stolen, Bellingham Stolen Bicycles, I think, and they, people constantly post about bike, bicycles that are stolen. You watch it enough and you get the sense that, and I, I'm sure it is kind of at an, an, an epidemic level, bicycle thefts. But what can you do? I mean, if your bike is stolen, it's stolen. And will you get it back? I doubt it. The chances aren't very good. But uh, so what do you do? You All you can do is protect yourself. Protect your bike as best you can. Lock it. And with your car, doing the same thing. And uh, I don't know. Being proactive as much as possible doesn't guarantee anything. But real quick. Uh, before we take a break, thanks, David. Let's go to John in Ferndale. has been holding on. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Yeah, I, I was looking at some statistics about the uh, uh, 100 years ago, how the crime rate went up during the Spanish flu. It's like uh, society sort of breaks down a little bit. You have the, hmm. the fear of missing out and couple that with tr- people trying to make up for lost time, I guess. I mean, it's hard to understand the mind of a criminal. Um, is, yeah. But I mean, we never went through a period where we actually had a criminal as our president, right? So a lot of people have lost faith and fear of the law when they see someone so high up get away with crimes left and right. Um, yesterday, I was scolded for using the word moron, specifically MAGA moron. Yeah, you were. But <laughs> why? Uh, that is a reversible condition. Right. And, uh, you know, when when the spell breaks of 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 Trump's mind control over these people and they they realize finally what a criminal he is and how he actually, you know, drove the, the country into this kind of chaotic state that we're in. I mean, we won't know how much lower the crime rate would have been if we hadn't elected a criminal. But that has to have been a factor along with the pandemic. And, I, you know, you chuckle, Joe, but okay. you know it's true. I mean, this, this, well. this guy is a criminal in so many ways, from betraying our country, our national security, for calling for police brutality, right? And that makes people resent the police and not trust the police. Um Okay. But, All right. I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll, but I'll... I, I mean, if you look at the word moron, right? Um, I mean, Rich calls up all the time and calls me a libtard, which is, oh. you know, like calling someone retarded. I don't so, know if I've heard you know, that from. Oh, you have, and you scolded him. And then when Bill okay. uh, hosted the show afterwards, he uses it again. So, yeah, it's. it's uh, all right. You know, it's let's, kind of a. Uh, okay. Well, let's call it. Let's call a moratorium on uh, on those kind of terms and names and stuff. But uh, we'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We got folks on the line. We'll hear from uh, Rich, Jim, and Tim, and you in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. And we won't call you names. Al Ostrander here, retired law enforcement and small farmer. We all know life is getting.
getting expensive. Healthcare costs are out of control, and that's why Sharon Shoemake capped the price of drugs like insulin in our state. Sharon Shoemake isn't afraid to stand up to big corporations like tobacco and drug companies. Now they're spending record amounts on attack ads on TV and in your mailbox. Don't believe their lies. I trust Sharon Shoemake. She works for you and me, not the big corporations. Paid for by people for Sharon Democrat. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new... Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. Ooh, hey, Paul. Fancy seeing you here at Volley's. Planning to play a little pickleball? Oh, hi, Howard. Great to see you, too. But what's this? Stuck in line? Oh, my, what a pity. Looks like you might not get onto a court until closing time. Yeah, well... I'd better be off. Don't want to miss my reservation on court two. Got to get to work on my dink shot from the kitchen. Hope to see you at the office tomorrow. If you're not still waiting in line... (laughs) Paul doesn't have time to wait in line for a pickleball court, and neither do you. Become a monthly member at Volley for only $99 a month. Play two hours every day at Bellingham's largest new pickleball sports center. Members can reserve courts and get priority sign-up for leagues and clinics. Volley, open year-round for competitive and recreational pickleball seven days a week. Volley's 24,000 square feet of indoor fun also include cornhole, darts, shuffleboard, and a state-of-the-art golf simulator. To learn more and sign up for league play, visit Volley, V-O-L-L-I, VolleyBellingham.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. And Jim in Bellingham has been holding on. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How's it going today? I'm doing well. Doing well. What are your thoughts here? Well, I'll try to keep it that way. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, You know me. A a left curve is coming on. I know it. Yep, exactly. But uh, in the vein of Michael Parenti, who I laud for all his work, uh, I just was on the Internet a a couple days ago. He said uh, everybody's job is to speak up. And I think he'd agree with me that we should probably uh, try to vote Democratic uh, to save the democracy, if nothing else. And uh, not that life may not end if we the Republicans win this time around, but I think it's important uh, if you pay attention to the issues. And so he being farther to the left than the Democrats, Michael Perenni, he says the one thing that keeps capitalism going is socialism. You know, the bailout of General Motors, et cetera, and savings and loan and uh, subsidies and all sorts of stuff that they get. And well, he also pointed out you that, know, let me just ask you, Jim, I mean, isn't it, doesn't it show that there needs to be sort of a hybrid system? Because I think you're right that there have been times when 
in essence, socialism has bailed out capitalism. The Great Recession, we had banks failing, we had insurance giants falling apart, and you know people in in uh, jeopardy of losing everything they had as far as their investments or their their life savings, and uh, and 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 many people that not ever didn't say everybody's homes, but uh, I mean, didn't it take? You know, socialism, I guess, to prop capitalism up at that time. Of course. So I think Mike, Michael Frank's always been reasonable. The last I heard from him, uh, he is in not the best health. He's uh, what I read from it. And uh, people are saying just don't leave him or just leave him alone uh, rather than try to send emails or whatever. I was thinking okay. of a GoFundMe because he may have needed money. But okay. His last one of his last things he pointed out, like in Chile, which we don't want to see what happened what, what happened down there, that the, the coalition uh, government under socialists, communists, uh, liberals, and maybe a few uh, disgruntled conservatives, they all won the election in 1970 in Chile under uh, Allende, and he governed for three years until they overthrew him. But but Michael Frayn pointed out this is true that that. Uh, Communist, socialist, like uh, I would probably be called a socialist, call myself one. Uh, we don't always get our way. We have to be uh, to, to pitch in or to support okay. any movement that's the best possible outcome, given reality. And that's what he was thinking, that maybe 30 percent of our economy should be social or not for profit. You know, and that's kind of anathema to the way we're, I will say, dare to say, indoctrinated. Uh, but I, I think okay. something like that happens anyway. They, they, that was the worst part of that recession of 2007 and eight. that the first thing that happened was Obama went to the big companies and said, I'm on your side. You know, the, the car auto, the insurance giants, the AIG, right. and the big banks. And, and the, you can remember the, the actual buyers of those uh, subprime mortgage, 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 mortgages uh, they lost everything, and they didn't get bailed out. So okay. that's why he pointed out that there's 400 to 500 small business failures each week, and when they when they go under, there's no help from the government at all. You just lose everything, you know. And yeah, so too big to fail. It's not yeah. fair. All right, that's Jim. the whole point. We should try to make it as fair as possible. Okay, thanks for your thoughts. I got a, other folks on the line I want to get to here. Let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Hey, Joe. Am I there? Yeah, I'm here. Go uh, ahead. Okay, so I'm glad my uh, mega moron condition is reversible. I wish <laughs> and hope for the same for John, okay. whatever his condition is. Okay. But I wanted to respond to the police officer who called in earlier, the retired one. Okay. And in some ways, he's dead right, because I, along with three other people, had our cars car prowled. The other three people had their doors locked. They had they had them cut out with the sawzall. Luckily, I had mine open. I had about fifteen hundred dollars worth of stuff taken out of my car. Uh, another guy had about a twelve hundred dollar pair of golf clubs. On and on and on. Okay. And the police officer, as nice as he was, do you have any film footage? No. Did you see a car? No. There's really not much I can do. Didn't take down our names or anything. That was it. If you have any ideas, give me a call, and I'll be happy to follow up on it. Very nice guy, but that was it, Joe. The second well, incident. Then I would, I would 
contact the police department and say, I, I don't feel like I was well served here. I, I, okay. I, that's what I would do. And let, uh, let me give you another example. Okay, real quick, because I got other folks I on caught, here. Okay, I, got a, I caught a girl stealing from me. Dead to right. The cop came. He said, for $150, the prosecutor will never pursue this. It'll just get pushed aside and nothing will ever happen. Not only that, girl then filed unemployment. I dis- disputed it, and they still gave her unemployment. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I mean, there, we'll let that stand. Let's go to Dave in Bellingham. Hi, Dave. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Go ahead. Good. Uh, I just wanted to respond to John and Ferndale. He, uh, I don't think there's any change in that mind. That guy's mind, um, stuck in his ways, couldn't, you know, he, he's never willing to change his mind or, you know, see any different sides. And he's just stuck on Trump, 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 just like the, the media is. And it's like, if you were, you know, spent, even, you know, 10% of the time you spent worrying about Trump on, you know, fixing real issues, you probably actually get something done, you know, not action. A, yeah, not a, not, not a bad idea for sure. Uh, we can, um, I think at a certain point, yeah, we can focus our, our attention and our energy in a, in a more productive area. But they don't have any, they don't have any, you know, ideas of their own. Besides just bringing us further down and down and dividing us further. All right, Dave. By saying Trump, Trump, Trump. Okay. And John, you know, that guy, honestly, when I hear him talk, man, I think, you know, wow, that guy's brainwashed. If he still thinks all that with what's going on right now in our society with the crime with inflation, gas prices, everything, uh, interest rates, you have to be a moron to think that. Okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> we got the reverse moron in there. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate your call. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hey, Rich. Hi, Joe. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, the reference to the word libtard is something I had commented on a website and got banned for it. I never called John a libtard, though, you know, he may think I said that, and that's okay if he thinks that, but I didn't. Anyway, so the crime rates, you had Bill Elfo on, I want to say, three or four months ago, on your, remember the eye on crime thing, the special, Uh he told you that some crimes are up as much as 200% in this county in the last year and a half, Mm -hmm. all due to the new law. Now, you look online, you go to your fact whatever websites that aren't facts and it tells you the crime rate is going down and you believe that instead of your local bill elfo so the numbers here locally from people you trust and you know are not cooked and manipulated by some national website and some bunch of uh propaganda when you go to those websites whenever it says such and such fact checker i don't believe a word of it who checks the checkers the only thing you can trust is people you know personally locally. So when you look at what's going on here in this county, the crime rates are way, way up, exactly due to taking away consequences to crime. It's logical. It makes perfect sense. You don't spank a naughty kid ever. 
you don't punish a naughty kid, they do more naughty stuff. You don't punish criminals, they, there's more criminals. So it's the real deal in these websites, and it is true, they don't report. Just well, like wait, these, all these now wait, if they, don't, if they don't report, then how are... How do we know that our crime rates up? I mean, I'm 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 not disputing what what I'm not disputing what Sheriff Alpha has told us, and I. I so how I, can they both be right? Well, for one thing, what the numbers that I'm looking at here, they're national numbers. They're not local, and uh, and the, and yeah, I've I've said it time and again that uh, you know many of these property crimes, especially, are up here in our community. And, it's a bad deal. It, they cook the numbers. Well, you want to fix crime, you stop reporting. It's an agenda from the Democrats down but, to the local jurisdictions and police so, departments. But but but, 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 but totally now is. Sheriff Elfo is telling us <laughs> we're out of time. <laughs> we'll continue this tomorrow. Thanks for all your calls. KG Mike and X.